ready for it? Welcome to Enchanted, a Taylor Swift podcast. For us three Swifties, this is our holy ground. Every episode will consist of us breaking down a Taylor Swift song based on her lyrics when she wrote the song, our own connections to the song, and of course, throwing out different theories based on our girl's love of a good Easter egg. Come back. Be here every Sunday for a new episode. Welcome back. And man, what what a journey we've been on with this podcast. And today we are talking, we have officially, outside of Ronan, moved into the Out of the Vault tracks. Yes. And while, yes, we wish that a lot of men would be better, I, for one, am kind of happy that he who must not be named wasn't a better man or else we wouldn't have gotten this album. So let's jump in. So we are discussing better man, if you guys didn't pick that up. <laughs> you know, pick up what we're putting down. Can we um, also first disclose that better man and babe were kind of our first introductions to there were other songs that Taylor Swift had written that did not make it on the quote unquote stolen version of the albums because better man was originally sung by little big town and babe. She was on the duet with, with Sugarland. Um, but I think that that's a pretty cool, like little tidbit of not like just thinking back on it. Like it's so weird to me that there are just these vault songs that were just locked away. And I don't, I don't know about you guys, but the red vault songs are top tier, like yeah. just top Absolutely. tier for me. And each one could be its own single, in my opinion. But that's just where I stand. Before we start going down this journey, that's just how I feel. So, yeah, I remember. I feel like a lot of people, a lot of people who weren't Taylor Swift fans, when Better Man won, I think I won a CMA. Yeah. When that song Wanna See Me and they weren't Taylor Swift fans, but then they saw that Taylor Swift wrote the song, they were like, whoa. So she's more than just kind of this like cutesy pop country singer. She's actually a really good songwriter. And of course, we all knew that. I mean, yeah. we listened all too well. But I think a lot of people with Better Man were that was sort of their intro into, wow, maybe we need to pay attention to the lyrics a little more that she puts out. Yeah. I mean, this song is just, just so good. And I just think it's, again, one of the songs that no matter what you've gone through in your life, you can relate to, right? Like you all have that one person doesn't necessarily have to be like a romantic partner that you were just like, I wish you were better. I wish you had stepped it up and been the person that I knew you could be, but you chose for whatever reason not to be. And I mean, the line I think that like really gets me is in the pre-chorus when she says, I know the bravest thing I ever did was run. And like, just how empowering is that? Like some, some people would qualify you running away from a relationship as like quitting or being selfish, but she's spinning it in the sense of like, I had to put myself first and I'm going to own that. Yeah, I agree with you, Meredith. Um, and I I really like how 
when you actually look at the lyrics of this song, not not when I hear it, but like when I read the lyrics of this song, how much it's tied into other songs of hers, such as the one that you just pointed out where it's like, I know the bravest thing I ever did was run. And then we look at run <laughs> and it's like, oh, okay. So that, I mean, it's funny, Christina and I were talking about this last night about how it could be so easy to take Taylor Swift songs and make it into a musical. And I have an idea, but I'm not going to share it on the podcast yet because I'm not like, I'm not a hundred percent there, but yeah, one day we're going to go down that venture. Cause I think it'll be really great. I we love did that. Start, we did start sort of planning that out in line for Taylor Swift dance party, but I actually, with that lyric that you just brought up, I thought of it's time to go yeah. because she even says in that sometimes, you know, the best thing, like the bravest thing to do is leave to run. And uh, the song is just, yes, it's just so good. And I, okay. With this song in babe, I know that we should look at it as like, oh, this is just the Taylor song. But I think this song and the little big town version, while they're separate, I think they are at the same level. Yeah. And I will listen to either one of them. Now, when we get to babe, we'll talk about that. But with this, with this one, I think both versions are so good. And it really does come down to the lyrics, just going through it, like talking about like, you're, you're just reflecting on, okay, I know this was the best thing for me, but like, what if things could have been a little different? Like, what if you could have stepped up? And what if you could have just been the version of the person like I had thought you were instead of being this kind of, well, he who must not be named is like a monster anyway. So, yeah. Well, I also think there's just so many little moments where you can tell that she's rationalizing why she walked away. And again, I think that's such an authentic feeling to capture because Again, how many times do we find ourselves in situations and we almost have to once again, walk through and be like, okay, what I did was correct. And this is why, because we let sometimes the emotional components or the fear of having made that choice just completely detract from what we know to be true. And so the fact that she can weave that in, I just think is... It's again brilliant. So it's really funny. I'm on um I'm on your favorite website, genius.com. And um on the bridge where she says, and I gave to you my best, and we both know you can't say that. Yes. Um uh, there's a genius annotation that says, um, this is also tied back to happiness from Evermore. And I love that song with like mm-hmm. an mm-hmm. ungodly amount of love. I love it. And um it says, because after giving you the best I had, tell me what to give after that. And I'm like, oh my God, that's so crazy, right? Like this song, which it's just, I just think it's so cool that it was written so long ago, but yet it's just intertwined with the last album that she has made thus far. Don't know. Maybe there'll be a TS10 coming out soon. Who knows? Um, I don't she know. is pl- she is playing with our emotions. She really is. Yeah. Because yesterday, when we're recording this, yesterday 
was the record store, whatever it's called. Yeah. Was it National Record Store Day? Yeah. Something to that effect. Something like that. But she was the record store ambassador. Cody and I did not find a copy of the lakes. I guess the record store that we went to only got 45 copies and sold out. But Within like, an hour. Yeah. Holy crap. Um, But on her post about it, she did one purple heart. One Just purple one. heart. Just one. Why is that significant? Because when Fearless was coming out, she did... It was it three yellow hearts. That was the third album. No, two yellow hearts. <laughs> yeah. My brain is catching up. It gets them out of order, those first three. But um, she did two yellow hearts. And then when red was going to be announced, she did four red hearts. Yeah. And now we get one purple heart. What the heck? What, so where are we supposed to do with that? Yeah. Unless the magical 10th album is purple. Who knows at this point? Only time will tell. Only time will tell. Um, do you all mind if I talk about Little Big Town for a moment? Because I've loved them from like day one. And I I know that this isn't necessarily about them, but like just a few recommendations. Go back and listen to their old stuff. Like um I just call it the boondock song. I don't know oh, what it's really that's a called. good one. Down by the boondocks. Yeah. But me and my sister, when we like my, I remember my mom buying that CD and we would always like play that song on the way to school. And me and my sister would just like belt it out together. Um, and then there's another song, I think it's called Bones um, and it's really good. And then they had that song called Pontoon and it, oh God, just going to the lake and listening to that song was so much fun back in Kentucky, but yeah, I really, I love Little Big Town and I'm just really proud that they got to work with Taylor Swift in this. And um, I'm glad that she released it on her own because I think, I, I just agree with you wholeheartedly, Christina, that it is at the same level, but like almost two different versions of the same, mm. like even though they have the same vibe, the same feel and everything else, like it's just, it's so perfect for me how like I can listen to both of them back to back and be like this is great this is just wonderful amazing perfect beautiful a hundred thousand and I'll I'll give credit to Sugarland when we get to babe but yeah um Christina just rolled her eyes uh, <laughs> so um I you know <clears throat> I really like this song um just it i think it's great it's wonderful it's perfect beautiful i will say is this the first time we hear her mention 4 a.m usually it's like 2 a.m or 3 a.m but here she says i wish i was at 4 a.m i like oh. literally want to like sit down and write down all the time she says because this girl never sleeps <laughs> she says 5 a.m in um forever winter so she's just up all night yeah all night all the time. Yep. I wonder when she sleeps. Do you think she sleeps? She's probably a robot and doesn't sleep. Yeah. She's probably part of the Illuminati and just stays up all night. <laughs> they do say that Kanye interrupting her back when she was 17, when she was accepting her award, that was her initiation. initiation. To the Illum- mm-hmm. That was her initiation to the Illuminati. <laughs> Oh, and God. then because the Illuminati's color is red and then eventually you want to talk about somebody that, 
You want to talk about somebody that could have been a better man. Let's look at Kanye West for just a yeah, hot, hot second. second. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude. Yeah. He's on a, so many levels. Oh, he's a bit of a hot mess. But all right. What is everyone's favorite lyric from this song? I'm curious because this one has so many good ones. If you had to pick one. Okay. I have always loved when Taylor Swift says in the middle of the night, she says it throughout several different songs, but anytime she says in the middle of the night, I'm like, God, what I'd give to just be with you in the middle of the night. And I would try to stay awake and like your illuminatiness would keep you up. But like, I would just fall asleep at like nine. Um, And then she would just wake me back up and be like, so let me tell you about this song that I just wrote. And I'm like, all right, cool. Go for it. Um, so that that's mine. Is in the chorus it says, "Sometimes in the middle of the night, I can feel you again." It's a very sad lyric, but you turned it around. <laughs> I did because she says it in "Untouchable." She says it in "I Almost Do." She says it in "Ready for It." Like she says in the middle of the night several times throughout several different songs and I'm always like and like we just talked about she's up at 4 a.m 5 a.m 2 a.m she's always up all the time and I'm always like god what I give to be like awake all right I like it okay (laughs) because Cody's a grandpa and wishes he was awake in the middle of the night (laughs) got it No, I wish I was awake with Taylor Swift in the middle of the night. Okay, so, that okay. way, so that way I could watch her write music and then I would be the first one to listen to it. Like how cool would that, that would be so cool. I think that would just like to be Joe Alwyn for a day. I think that would be an incredible thing. All right. Meredith. Okay. <laughs> I don't really know how to follow that up, but uh, <laughs> um the two, I mean, I know we're only supposed to pick one, but I really can't decide between, I know the big, the bravest thing I ever did was run. And then, and I know why we had to say goodbye, like the back of my hand. Um, and I just feel like a, I really resonate with them both personally, but they're just, I don't know. They're just, they're just really powerful for me. I like that. Mine. I also have two, but I'll go with, I can, I think they kind of say the same thing, but I love in verse two, when she says, um, at any given minute, and it was always on your terms. I waited on every careless word, hoping they might turn sweet again. Like it was in the beginning, Mm -hmm. because I just know, like I've been in relationships where you're like in that honeymoon period at the beginning and every word is like sweet and kind and you have like your whole future ahead of you and then especially when it's not supposed to work out it turns sour and there it's fighting and it's all of this stuff going on and I just think she captures that so well but also knowing what we know now from like all too well the short film and all the gaslighting that happened and how you would double cross her mind I just think it makes it all the more poetic Someone's dog is very sad about it. Too. Oh, Peanut. Yeah, my dog. She's very, <laughs> very sad. It's okay, Peanut. She's better now. You're going to find a better man, Peanut. I promise. <laughs> and on that note, shall we get into ratings? Let's yeah. go for it. All right. Who's going first? 13. 
I, I'm sorry. Like it, I love this song. I just think it's, it's good when you're angry and upset. It's good when you just want a fun song to like sing along to on a car ride to the grocery store. Like I did this morning. Um, it's, <laughs> it's, it's just, it's, it's fun for me. And, but it's also sad. So you can be upset with it. So it, it it's like a nice little balance between the two for me personally. That's yeah, good for everything. Just, uh, I'd give it a 13 too, for those same reasons. And I had already written mine down, which was a 13. Hey, team. Yeah, I just think it's such a pretty song. Take that girl at home. (laughs) I gave you a three. (laughs) Oh, man. Well, I hope that everybody has at least found a better man in their lives. It does seem like we're all on that track. So on that note, I'm going to end this episode. Yay. Bye. This episode was sparkling. Don't you let it go. We are just as excited to meet and connect with you as you are to meet and connect with the one and only Taylor Swift herself. So go follow us on Instagram at Enchanted Pod and tell us your theories, favorite songs, and so much more. See you there.